0: what's going on welcome to another episode of fired up with rad i am your host rad and this is sponsored to you by softrep.com crateclub.com go check out crate club where you can get some badass gear picked by badass dudes for a badass just like yourself crateclub.com they believe enough in me to give me this show and so, without further ado, I have a really kick-ass guest today, literally, figuratively. He's a badass in stunts on movies. He's an actor. He's a martial arts instructor. He's an all-around mechanic of, like, anything that can breathe in a carburetor. If you got an old 1980 Honda 250, he'll talk to you all day about that. And my guest is Skip Carlson. Welcome, Skip.
1: Thanks, brother. Good to see you. Have, happy to have you. Thanks for
0: inviting me. Hey, so I understand I've pulled you in. I know that you you've been working on some projects, and uh, you know you got so we got some stuff on the table, right? So yeah, first got a of, couple things, here. yeah, we do. We got this. We've got this nice. Uh, <laughs> what
1: are we calling him? <laughs> this is Henny the Rooster.
0: Henny the Rooster, right here. Okay, so Henny the Rooster's mm-hmm. hanging out, and we've got him right here. And then over here, I'm going to touch it because may I?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that okay? Yeah. So we have your Emmy right here. You're an Emmy award winning uh, stunt coordinator correct yes sure okay and so we'll talk about that in just a second sure and then i also have this here and i want to show this let me go to the gopro thanks gopro so the icu awards best actor in a supporting role skip carlson resilience and the lost gems correct. and we just so happened to have a, a trailer of that and we're going to jump right into that zach do you mind dropping the trailer for uh resilience and here we go
1: Great Uncle Samuel Hawkins met a beautiful Chinese lady. Hey! Is this a love story or is this a treasure If it's a love story, I gotta get my booty sleep. Wes, they got lost in the sleep. desert. You think they found it? Found what? Lost treasure. Oh. you think you're gonna take this treasure for yourself? I don't think so. But I'm close, I can feel it. There's lots of dangerous things out there. Any one of them can kill you. Then what have you been trained? It's just in case. You don't purposely put yourself in that situation, Riz.
0: It's flood. There's a flood coming. That's what it sounds like. Ah!
1: My parents are alive or hurt.
0: Are you talking about that big storm about three Don days Don Shanks?
1: Day. Yeah. Don Shanks. What have you been doing for? No legend.
0: Yeah. Michael Myers, right? Yep. A lone, harsh environment.
1: And little Kiwi, she did all of her stunts.
0: All of her own stunts. Yep. The search for the history. So on that cliff face when she was climbing down, she was doing that. Yep. Oh, look at you. You just got clotheslines. In three
1: days? Yeah, that didn't feel very good. Who are you? Resilience, O'Neal. I go by Rizzy.
0: A quest to save her family. Oh, that looks familiar territory out there, huh?
1: Yeah. You've been lost out there a couple times, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I have. Resilience and the Lost Gems. That's awesome. Coming soon. He was a small young man, (laughs) Skip Carlson, staring at me right now, the riddle in your face. So some of you don't know that Skip and I go back a long time. Uh, I was training with martial arts with him and some of the Stevens brothers for a project that we were going to do that kind of went another direction, but I got to learn underneath your technique of martial arts and uh, it really opened up my appreciation to just, you know, understanding what my body's physical limitations can do and like the fact that I started doing like Capoeira stuff with Neil Mm -hmm. back in the day. I know, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. and like, I was like, I can't believe I'm doing one hand grabbing my, Mm -hmm. my gi pant, you know, and like doing these crazy kinds of moves, but you just help push us into these different directions. So I can only see why you're so successful at what you're doing right now, bro, because you just give so much as a teacher to us and to others that it's only fair that you get to come onto this show and talk about how you've got an Emmy and how you've got your rooster, and how you have your series, and your episodes out there, and how much I love you, and I'm proud of you, and I want you to tell me, where can we go see this movie that we just saw, Resilience, and uh, let me t- let me say the name again correctly, Resilience and the Lost Gems, where can we watch that?
1: Yeah, um, it uh, it released um, at Larry H. Miller Theaters a little while ago, and then um, it's going to be re-released again in the theaters, I believe. Uh, Brian Finn is the producer of it, and writer. Okay. Um. Uh, he's, he's working a lot of stuff. He's working really hard with it. We've been in multiple awards with it and everything, winning a lot of stuff. And Dizzy, we went up against Dizzy and, Mm -hmm. and and I won't say we beat him, but we, we took the award and it was was just, uh, uh, independent, you know, right. I mean, this is an indie film, right? I mean, let's, let's,
0: let's get to the roots of why I say, Hey, I know that terrain. Let's get to the roots of why we're sitting here in Utah and these actors. And, you know, Dawn is here in Utah. You're in Utah. The filming career. The filming here in Utah is a beautiful place, mm-hmm. right? We've been a part of the acting community for many years together. And so to see all these films that come through here where we've worked on set together, you know, like the luck of the Irish for mm-hmm. Disney Channel. Where right. You uh, were stunt double for Henry Gibson sitting up
1: on the. Yep. Yep, on the basketball hoop. Boy, that beard was horrible. Yo, Radel, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're all up there, we're all down there. You're like, yeah, I want to probably... come see what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, you stuck up on that rafter, bro. Yeah, or up on that,
1: and that Cadillac, and then sucked into the motorhome and in the pot of gold. On oh, it. that that was you <laughs> yep. getting sucked into yep. the pot of gold. And Don actually did the rig. No, Billy Judkins did that, I think.
0: Yeah, no. but Don does do oh, yeah. stunt no, coordinating. It was
1: Don on the set, I think, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Don Shanks, right? And he's in the trailer that we just saw. Correct. What, what's he play, who's he play?
1: Uh, he plays the sheriff.
0: The sheriff. Mm-hmm. And what's your character?
1: I, I'm Scorn.
0: Scorn. Yeah. What a great name. Yeah. So that hat, is that the same hat that we just saw in the trailer? Yeah, he's pretty famous now. Yeah, I'd say so. It's either that or some special forces operator's yeah, hat. I was I saying that it. earlier. Yeah, I saw it. I can't say anything. It looks worn, torn yeah. though.
1: So, uh, so it, it kind of goes like this. So Brian Finn, you know, he did a really good job. Uh, with the movie, and Tim Arnold, he uh, also, he did the editing, camera work, and multiple awards as well, and then we had Mike Wallace from Idle Falls help do assistant camera work, and Derek Grayson did uh, special effects and makeup on the set. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of, uh, people behind the scenes did a really good job, Um The bugs out there are the only thing that I didn't like, and I swear it was uh, military bugs, because, the man, I'm riding that motorcycle, and they were eating my eyeballs out.
0: Where was that motorcycle scene shot?
1: Uh, That was out there by, um, out in the desert.
0: Like, five-mile area, or, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, where where you go. Yeah, exactly. All over for war games and doing that whole nine yards, Mm -hmm. huh? And um, and as a matter of fact, we run into filming crews in the desert. Every now and then they'll be out there filming or a video game coming up, and they're doing some explosions off in the distance. It only adds to our war games. As we're fighting each other, we have, like, some explosions. That was a – this, like, mobile game was being filmed in Eureka. Eureka. Correct. And we're in the middle. We're trying to go nowhere. We're trying to go to the place of, like, no one's at so we don't bother. Anybody. Exactly. And then here comes this filming crew trying to get this desolate place to blow stuff up. We're like, go away. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> we got, like, 200 people. Go away. Yeah, we're here first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> dibs. <laughs> That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, so acting and filmmaking here is, I think, starting to pick back up in Utah. And I'm a big proponent of it, like Utah Film Commission. Right? So this is on IMDb, right? Correct. Right. So if anybody wants to go check out uh, Resilience and the Lost Gems, Mm -hmm. they can just go straight to IMDb, look that up, look up Skip Carlson, you know, click on it. With an E. With an E. Thank you. Right. And I think uh, we'll have the name on the screen and it's Skip (laughs) (laughs) S-K-I-P.
1: Yeah. Right? Right. (laughs) Right.
0: And uh, let's give a shout out to Deb. Debbie, right? Let's say what's up, huh? Hey, Deb. Yeah, you're number one fan, bro.
1: My wife, she's awesome.
0: She is awesome, she's right? She's just
1: retired. And she's going everywhere. She's having a blast.
0: Right, and Ooh. so when she hears this, she's going to know that we truly, truly care about her.
1: Absolutely. 100%. Yep, she's, she's won a million, that's for sure.
0: She's like, are you sure you're going to go out and do this indie film? You're like, I want to do it.
1: Well, it's you know when I break my bone, she puts me back together. You know who right. else is going to help me?
0: Right, right, All right. So let's okay, let's just get to the elephant in the room here, right? Okay. There's a there's this article here. Let me find it. I just kind of glanced at it for a second. Let me move it. And be careful with it. So, what I have here is a that mustache, bro. You are just a classy, the classiest crazy stunts pay off for Kaysville actor. Kaysville, Utah, right? Putting you on the map. Let's see if I can kind of get the GoPro All right. You see this photo right here.
1: There was about five different uh, newspapers from Idaho to Utah to even California did some stuff. Of
0: course, Skip Carlson wins Daytime Creative Arts Emmy, right? Mm-hmm. That's just not every day. There's just not. There's usually a pool of people you're right, up against. Right. First of all, to even get into that pool of people to be up against. First of all, to even be people right like you know like in the scene to get into an emmy and here you are with your emmy i'm gonna grab it okay
1: yeah well this was for the aquabats for the
0: aquabats right show, right yeah oh yeah aquabats that's uh so back in the day travis barker from blink 182 was their drummer and Coffee. they mm-hmm. yep right and mm-hmm. they all wear like a blue loadout oh, or yeah. like some
1: caves their characters it was man. a small man who yeah was a big yeah man. and i want to d- uh, give a shout out to frankie bear for helping me um uh get that coordinating position and without him i probably wouldn't have that
0: Bro, Frankie. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the man, right? So what's yeah. up? Oh, absolutely. C- congratulations, Skip. I've never got to hold an Emmy yet of my own, and I want to one day. So well, I- you
1: get a chain. You can wear it on your – you know, use it for <laughs> bundling, yeah, man. Look up? at that. Yeah, what's Perfect. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> it's Dude, a little big for my chest.
0: This is great. So let me just read it. It says, 2013-2014 uh, Daytime Entertainment Emmys Awards. Outstanding stunt coordination to Aquabats Super Show. Hub Network, Skip Carlson, stunt coordinator. It's official. Like.
1: You know, yeah, it's official. It's like, official. I, I guess. You yeah, know. dude. You know, it's a good imitation. Where do you keep this at home? Oh, usually in the closet. In a closet? Nah, I got you put up on that thing. On the mantle. For, for, well, for a long time, I just left it in the box. Because, Is it on your fireplace? Yeah, I kind of like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, right. But, I mean, it's cool and everything, but, you know, I I don't know. My, It means more to a lot of people. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to the people that gave it to me, and I really appreciate what but they did. But you have one now. Uh, but to me, it holds my glass of wine beer sometimes. Sure, sure, you know? sure. And it's a, it's perfect for it.
0: Yeah, it, it can be, and and I get it. And, uh, you know, this is just part of your collection, right? Because, I mean, we have some framed awards here. You have this right here. You're really doing well. You're representing the Thank state you. of Utah. Thank you. Right? You're representing yes, actors. Absolutely. And stunt coordinators. Absolutely. Bro, who else has an Emmy? I just don't. I'm yeah. just saying, Skip.
1: Yeah. It's funny because when we went to awards down in L.A., um, uh, I mean, the war was crazy.
0: Yeah, tell me what that was like. I mean, obviously you took Deb. I'm going to say that. Yeah. Okay, so you got the lady on your arm. Yeah. Tell me.
1: Well, okay. So we get the call. Well, first I heard a rumor there was a stunt guy going to get an Emmy. Where? Ah, like, Okay. Cool. Then all of a sudden, <laughs> Shut the front door bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, a couple of weeks later, I was going to get this phone call. I think it was from Christian from Occidental. Hey, you're being, you know, up for an Emmy. You're going to come down? He says, Oh, I don't know. I maybe. He says, What do you mean, maybe? I said, well, I gotta talk to my wife, and my wife says, "Well, I don't, I don't like to be in things like that. I'm, I'm not gonna go." I said, "Well, if you're not going, I'm not going." Right. You know. So anyway, we went, and it was, it was really cool. Um, red carpet. Red carpet. It's the Emmys, right? You're yep. at the Emmys. Yep, I did a couple of little karate kicks on there. Didn't, didn't look very well, but sure. that's okay. But <laughs> I'm, I'm so
0: find the picture of Skip
1: kicking high kicks. <laughs> but what's funny is uh, that um, some pretty top people out of Japan, you mm-hmm. know, seen the karate, you know, and then wanted to you know, meet with me. Sure. So, sure. Anyway, so we're, we're sitting at the tables in the Emmy and you, you know, you're thinking, what are you going to say? You know, what are you going to say the night before if, if you do?
0: Yeah. you. So but, these are your real feelings. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, these actors, like I wrote something in case I forget.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And you're really like, Hey, this is yeah. what if I, yeah, my name is called. Yeah. Right. So, and, no, and so, and
1: so I just, I just laying there on the couch that night before and I'm thinking, then I started getting a little bit nervous and then, oh, maybe I will win.
0: You're like writing a will. <laughs> <laughs> You're like...
1: <laughs> well, so I started thinking, okay. So I didn't want to be like a lot of those guys, get up there and do the blah, blah, blah thing.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So I I told a story where I'm from. From Pocatello, Idaho. I was born and raised in a small town. And my mom said I was going to be famous, but all I could do is wiggle my ears. And I knew that wasn't going to keep me, or get me very far. So I... I I just thanked a few people on the stage. I think the Aquabats and my wife for um, putting me together when things don't quite go well mm. right on the set. Of course. And it was short and sweet and did it through another karate kick to make sure I didn't fall on my butt. Yep, right. And then went in the back and the interview by all the pops and all the popsies and then then we went to the bar.
0: And how awesome was that. Oh, it's
1: cool because all the girls want want to rather, you know, what on Miami. It was, what, weird.
0: Awesome. Like let's give us luck for you. It,
1: that's exactly right. So we're we're so we me and Deb we're at the bar. And we met, <laughs> met these guys named Choshu, okay, and they had multiple Emmys. Yeah. So we're all sitting at the bar. Every table has an Emmy except for the guys next the people next next to us. Well, so, hey, here you can use you can use mine for a bit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So it's funny. So we're having a couple beers and everything, and I said, "Well, my turn to buy." in Choshu. he goes, "No, no, no, I'm Mr. Japan." Yeah. Let me buy. Says, "Well, okay." He says, "Yeah, I'm president of a pretty large company." Oh, what's that? Says, it's Transformers.
0: Oh, no kidding.
1: Yep, the so animation, sitting, animation.
0: So you're sitting down with him, mm-hmm. having a drink. Mm-hmm. He's like, let me get this for you. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, I want to buy him one. He just, yeah, yeah, right, because you're yeah. just who you are, bro. Yeah. I am. I get it. He's like, I got this. Yeah. He's like, let Optimus Prime pay for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Megatron says he wants to pay for it. But
1: Starscream wants to pay for it instead. <laughs> you got that one right. Jeez, so bro. it was really cool. So remember we'd go out at night and everything and, and – you know, Utah, you know, an Emmy's kind of cool and everything, but you go to L.A. Even now when I go to L.A. and they find out, it's it's a little bit different.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, you know, and you're represented here by Broadway, right? Is that right? Who's your, who's your who's, A? Sheila. 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 Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Sheila Erickson. I was giving her a shout out. Absolutely. She is the best. Right? Sheila. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm I know sure. her very well as well. That's what I'm saying. She reps me too. I know. Right? Right. I'm just saying. Isn't that crazy? She's great. Well, we've been at Broadway for a long time on and off, you know. Long time, yeah. Yeah. All the way back in the day.
1: Yep. With uh, Marty, Elizabeth,
0: Elizabeth Wilson, and her daughter. Yep. Going in and out of auditions, constantly believing us as actors and pushing
1: us and, and believing us.
0: Making us make sure we had resumes and making sure that we had headshots created. And if you're an actor out there listening or someone who's into stunts and martial arts, you're like, how do I get into becoming the next Power Ranger? Well, there is a lot of those types of dudes that are trying to get the power ranger Mm -hmm. slot but in your local area maybe not so many and so if you can try to get into the local scene and see if any films are being filmed in your local area your kick might just stand out from all those others because they're not there
1: get you get you a good acting coach yeah and you know i'm David Stevens is David Stevens. my number one. And, of course, all the Stevens brothers. I love them.
0: Mm-hmm. Of course. We'll and, give them a shout out. They absolutely. have been on the show as guests before. So we give them a 100% yeah. shout out.
1: Also, Dave, I need some help. He goes, Skip, no, you don't. All you got to do is just be yourself. Ha. Huh.
0: That's it. That sounds like classic Dave. Yeah. He's like, you're good enough. Now work on that. Just be
1: yourself. <laughs> yeah. you, know? you don't need anything else.
0: No. You know? Yeah, just. Well,
1: I don't think that, but, you know, that's, but you have to think
0: that in your mind. Yeah, because everybody's going to be their own worst critic. We're always going to say, did I step out of myself? And if you stepped out of your scene, then you know you did. Mm-hmm. And they know you did. Exactly, exactly. So if you're like, did they think I think? they think I thought?
1: Well, yeah. it's like when we're shooting Resilience. <laughs> um, you know, Brian had a, you know, a lot of dialogue for me and everything. And I stayed pretty close to at first and everything. And then he gave me bits and pieces. And then he just kind of gave up and went, okay, Skip, just do your thing. Roll them. <laughs> yeah, we want and, who you are. Yeah, just yeah. say what you need to say. And and, and and I appreciate that, Brian and Tim let me do that. That's you know, creative. F- yeah, freedom to absolutely. to show
0: you that that's who you wanted on your set. They're the
1: first ones that have allowed me to do a, a motion picture like that. You know, that really let me be who I am. And it's it's a Home Alone hills have i pg movie
0: right of course it's yeah. something that you should go and check out and it's it's called resilience in the lost gems and and that's just one of many let me just pull this other piece of paper out here just like I'm going to rattle this off sure. now watch this <clears throat> first film on here says the luck of the irish disney with yours truly <laughs> followed by <laughs> let's just make sure that's on your resume all the time there my brother Oh,
1: it never leaves
0: Stella Snatchers Freemasons American Fork Hotbot, Dragon Warrior Assassination of Jesse James Kane Files Animals 2 Cell 2 Redemption of Sarah Kane uh, American Fork Bonneville Blind Guy uh, of course Resilience and the Gemstone Slaughter of the Innocents Okay, and that's just some feature films. And I'm sure your resume, like any actor's resume, is not quite updated. Okay? Yeah, I'm
1: not even close. I'm pretty embarrassed. Apologize. No, it's and, okay. Yeah. You
0: know, But let's just go to page two. I'm just going <laughs> to drop the mic on that, okay, that there's two pages. Most folks have a headshot, and on the back mm-hmm. is crammed in what they can fit on there, right? Yeah. You have two pages, and it's not full. And you are just, um, tell me what's coming up. What do what you want? What are you doing?
1: Well, a lot of things. Um, first off, uh, there is a movie on Redbox right now called Snatchers. Snatchers. And David Stevens is in it as mm-hmm. well. I'm just a, I'm just a cop that screams like a little girl. As a
0: matter of that, fact, you are, um, according to this, you are scrawny cop. I'm scrawny cop. <laughs> scrawny cop. And we
1: all start somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Scrawny cop to Emmy. Let me just be. But, but this is just recent, so. Right. Yeah. So Snatchers, you got yeah. in on that. And, and David Stevens is. Funny as crap in it, like always. Right. Yeah. He, But uh, won't give it away too much, but it's a 17 year old girl that gets pregnant, and has a baby overnight. Okay. Uh, and the baby. Snatchers, and that's at yeah. currently
0: like in your local Redbox or yes. possibly Netflix. Yep.
1: And the baby's not quite what you think it is. So I'll leave it at that.
0: Interesting. Well, now I need to know. So we'll have to watch Snatchers. We'll check yeah. that out. We will check that out.
1: So uh, what we're doing now is I'm working with Tim Arnold, um, and we're trying to put together, what well, we are going to do a, um, it's kind of a I, I, I designed it for uh, maybe a Foundation for a Better Life, Pass It On. Mm-hmm. You know, I did some stuff with them, and that was my um, thought my mind. But it's basically about kids um, walking down the street. A little kid walks down the street, and he uh, he, uh, he gets shoulder checked by some girls that are on their phones. You know, not even caring. Yeah, they just walk into right, it. Right. I don't right. even, yeah, you I'm know, not being, and I want kids to be more aware of other surroundings and put your phones down, you know, and just be more generous and help everybody out
0: drive a manual yeah if you drive manual you'll not text drive there
1: there you go oh I like that yeah don't you I mean really I was talking to my
0: daughter just yesterday she's 17 I was like I know you want a car but I said I think I'm gonna buy you a jeep or maybe a a stick Yeah. she's like why and I was like because then I think you have less time to hold that thing and try to text or do it at all in fact I should have a manual skip (laughs) okay let's be (laughs) honest here okay I'm not trying to throw myself under the bus. There
1: you go. But so the way this the way this little clip goes is um, um, so the little kid that spins around hits the ground. Uh, he looks up and he sees some karate going on, Aya, you know all that stuff in a window, and he and he's he's a, you could tell he, he's not. You know he might have one mother who knows i mean you know he's not poor but you know he's just a loner
0: he's like i could use some self-defense yeah yeah or, or
1: they're just uh, some friends you yeah know? exactly yeah and so so he's looking in the window and all of a sudden i do some fast techniques take a couple guys out and his head hits the window and a couple of little kids are in there we got about 20 kids in there and i'm counting out barking out commands and two two little kids see the uh the, um, the little kid in the window and they look at me and i, I and next shot, little kid's in there, karate uniform on, big smiles, big punches and everything. Doing his
0: ki-eyes. Yep. Yep, making them loud for so you. So we
1: all bow out, and then he comes up, but Sensei, but I can't afford karate. He says, oh, you don't need karate, and I have chopsticks, and I'm trying to catch flies. I says, oh, you come back tomorrow, I have lots of work for you, and I pull out a fly squat, go, Here. You practice. Come back tomorrow. Don't be late. Yeah,
0: and you give you know? him yeah. And
1: so I'm trying to... And they, and they go, yeah, sensei, he's a little eccentric, but, you know, he's a good teacher. Right, 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 right. So, so they walk out, When he's arm in arm. He turns around and looks through me through the window, and just a little nod, and, and uh, yeah.
0: That's awesome. So I love the setup of it. And then, uh, you know, with that said, you, you do martial arts. You've worked with a ton of youth, bro. You had dojos. Yes. You had the place in Kaysville that we all trained at. You've, Layton. Layton. You've Farmington. had Farmington. Right? Did you ever go up against the Arandas?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Right? Like Johnny Aranda. Right. Ah, I see some eye rolling. What's oh, up, yeah. bro? Oh yeah. <laughs> so Rad knows a little bit of everything, huh? <laughs> Look at that. That dials in, huh? I know nothing. I will <laughs> say
1: nothing. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that.
0: Tyrone. How about oh, that? I like Tyrone. Okay, there you go. Tyrone Aranda. Mm-hmm. Huh? one of the brothers. Mm-hmm. Okay, all the Arandas. He's always. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, they're a name in martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, especially yeah. in Utah. Yeah,
1: they they, they, they did, all of them did a lot of good for people. In so Dragon's
0: Eye Freestyle. Karate, yes. You know, what's up? Yes, right? That's, that's, right. that's That's my alma mater they right there. Art the of
1: fighting without fighting. That's exactly <laughs> right. We're going to
0: learn a whole bunch of stuff and just jacky, jack it all up and just make it happen. Remember Mr. Happy? Well, tell me. The big stick? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I do, actually.
1: Dude, I loved karate. You were good at it. Your legs were so long, that like 20 feet when you throw a kick. Yeah, I loved it. And
0: I, it was getting me in shape, and I was feeling good about myself. And I, I think what happened was whatever the film or whatever was supposed to happen kind of fell apart, and it, I fell apart a little bit. And so I probably just stopped going as much as I should, and I just started to not go as much as I should, and I'm not having confessions well, with you my just, sensei.
1: But you, you're having kids, you know, and I getting was. busy. and you know, Well, and, and
0: I'm, I'm trying to dedicate to the show. Mm-hmm. But that's not happening. So now I got to like shift to, to keep the family going, you know, and right, things like that. Right. So it's like, right. and then trying to make it into Kaysville coming from different directions, sure. just, it just becomes a time thing. But if you are listening and you can make time to go, you know, clear head in a dojo. Wow, just listen to the sensei, just bow in, bow out. Respect yourself. Find your flexibility. Like sit on the machine and crank your legs. That's right. Holy cow, dude! How that's far right. can you spread your legs? You know. <laughs> the next thing you know, you're doing it. That's right. Right. Just that's a right. little bit more. A little bit more every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's the same thing with acting, right? The more and more and more that you go to a class, that you study with a David Stevens, that you go to a Jeff Johnson, you know, seminar that he may host, uh, uh, you know, or anything. If you get with an agent, you know, and you want to get into acting. There's going to be a lot of things that have prices, and you're going to be like kind of hesitant about it. You're like, "Why do I need a picture?" Well, you need a professional headshot.
1: You do. You, yeah. Unless
0: you have someone that can do
1: that for you. Right. And, you she, do, and Sheila Broadway can they do she, all she of t- that?
0: She takes my current headshot is Sheila. Yeah. It's like she's like rad, radal. Let's just take it. Yep. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And so she's like, we want like three three fourths of your body in the photo. Right. Just give me something, and so she. So you do need to get a a professional headshot. You do,
1: and you and you know you need to. You really need take some good classes. You know, and and um, with an instructor that you like, right? That you can relate to.
0: That jives with you. Who could pull it out of you? Mm -hmm. Like I took some classes, and then I've taken some classes, Mm -hmm. and the ones that make me feel like don't come in here unless you're for real. Like you're wasting all of our time. I don't want your money. It's like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, well here, and
1: that's out yeah. there too, guys. Be be careful of that. You yeah, know. you got to watch that, yep. you
0: know, because there will be people who may try to hone in on that that dream, right? But then you'll find people that are in the scene, and then you'll find their underground classes, and those classes are where casting directors are sitting in on them in the area. Exactly. They're like, oh, okay, I'm I'm watching these actors. When we go audition back in the day, we had all been coming from like the actors' gang and all these different things, right? Mm-hmm. And so. We were just able to go And Jeff Johnson knew Katrine mm-hmm. knew Like We're training
1: It was easier then though You could just have your resume And get a call Go here
0: Yeah right Yeah it's, it's, it's,
1: it's, And now you gotta go And do all this stuff And everything and, you know And I'm an old school guy You know I don't like that chronic stuff Oh right
0: Well nowadays It's like you have to upload mm-hmm. To the web And then they want it Just that way And they you don't even yep. Bring a headshot anymore Into the audition mm-hmm. No, nope. It's already been Digitally submitted yep. And they've already Decided if they want you Basically your audition If you go into an audition Right now it's almost a callback because they've already looked at you. Exactly. So they've already seen you. They've already decided, okay, send Radle. We'll see what he can do. Send Carlson. We'll see what Skip can do. Yep. Get us Nate Stevens and get us another one that goes up against Nate. We'll see what they can do. Exactly. And so, you know, just get the shot to get in there. You're not going to get in there if you don't have an agent, though.
1: You're, no, you're not.
0: And an agent's not going to take you unless you have some type of skill set training underneath your belt like an acting class.
1: Right. And and some, you know, stunt seminars, stuff like that, which we're going to be doing coming up. So you're
0: going to be putting on some stunt seminars? Yeah, I
1: think uh, maybe uh, possibly with David Stevens, we might be doing a little. I think that
0: I would be that. wanting to take that from you okay. and with David. I mean, I'm just saying. And if anybody else is listening and is in Utah that wants to get involved with that, you know, uh, check out Skip uh, somehow. Are you, are you online and stuff like that? Do you have anything? Are no. you have a social media presence really? No, not really. No,
1: no? I just work on motorcycles and, and raise chickens and, you know, and you know. Yeah.
0: Hey, what's the most craziest death experience you've had on a motorcycle, bro? let scared debbie
1: oh <laughs> well i don't know there's been a lot of them uh a lot of them uh both my botaco night in 1982 i went off a cliff oh yeah how big uh, i was saturday morning i had a hangover and went out and somebody chopped off half the mountain i went about 30 feet and hit the bottom of the ground and bounced and i had a bell helmet on and uh the, the the foot peg went right in my helmet and, oh. and punching my eardrum and the bike was, uh, you know, the chain was chewing me up and stuff, and I finally kicked it off. No kidding. Yeah, and I was going in shock. I knew I was, you know, in trouble. You already
0: knew what was happening to you, was, and you're like, I'm going to go into shock. So
1: even before, I was, you know, I was boxing golden gloves back in the day, you know, and getting into martial arts and stuff, mm-hmm. and, and I, th- I can't remember if I was teaching back then, but I just knew, okay, it's it's I know what's going on. And so I just calmed myself down and got back on the bike. The handlebars were all bent up, and, I mean, it was a mess, and threw it on the – Threw it on the lawn and went to bed. My dad comes in Saturday morning. And says, what are you doing in bed? <laughs> hey, oh gosh, you wrecked again, huh?
0: Oh yeah. So I
1: wouldn't go in the hospital. I, I smashed vertebrae in the back and broke some stuff. I was and, a jacked up? Yeah, uh, and I just I just healed myself, you
0: know. Yeah, self healing, right? So you when did you get into martial arts? How old?
1: I was uh, sixteen years old.
0: What 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 tricked you into that?
1: What, what, I, was, okay. I was boxing.
0: You were boxing, mm-hmm. and you're like, and I, I just I, want to do more. I worked
1: at Associated Foods, and I, they, I did the cigarettes, and they had big boxes, and I didn't like cigarettes, so I have always punching on them and kicking them, and, and they, did, they didn't like that at <laughs> yeah, all. Taking it on bre- my paycheck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: you're breaking all the Marlboros. Skip, <laughs> <put>, yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Quit beating our cigarettes
0: yeah. up. <laughs> You're in there poxing and punching it like was. it's Rocky, dude. <laughs> it was. You're like dun
1: dun dun. dun, dun it was just some I knew because I my first fight was uh, with Speedy Bucks and he was a Golden Gloves champion and oh. and my Kitchikon Bob, Bobby Shikon's cousin, well, i am wearing his jersey and they didn't you know they didn't tell me who he was. Right. And I was in shape six months ago and that guy backed out on the fight, so we were partying and everything. and everything and all of a sudden they, they booked me for a fight next week. Oh great, thanks. So I go to the Indian Reservation, Fort Hall.
0: Oh, up in Idaho, Fort Hall Casino. Yeah. In Blackfoot. Blackfoot.
1: I was <laughs> in Taihee. Okay? Yeah. Right. So, so I go out there and uh, and uh, I wasn't really in shape, but I'm I training karate and stuff. And so I ha- I had he come out and I just just had him on the ropes. I mean, just almost had him knocked out. Ran out of gas. He beat me pretty good. Mm-hmm. He couldn't knock me out, which mm-hmm. is good. So I go back, you know, next next round and 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 Kit said you you're bleeding on my 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 shorts i said i don't care about your shorts yeah you know yeah and so he so i go back out in the ring same thing bah, 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 and, you know really like lots of speed and everything and all oh, my arms got so weak and he he was pounding on me pretty good and and i, I wasn't he couldn't take me out and everything i'm still fighting and my blood was everywhere and i hear Kit. Quit bleeding on my shorts. Still. Go, Screw your shorts. From the corner. Yeah. And all the Indians were, kill the white boy, kill the white That's boy. That's what they were saying. <laughs> they did not like me. No.
0: <laughs> what year was this? 19 hey, hey, Ace. Oh. I'm not trying to date you, Skip.
1: Oh, this was 70s. Late 70s? 70s? Yeah. How old were you? 16 oh, 17 in the like 70s mm-hmm.
0: see I was born in 77 bro what were you doing in 77
1: racing motorcycles racing motorcycles and chasing drums and playing drums and, and, yep yeah. Yeah, right
0: mm-hmm. had you already graduated yet
1: oh, well I went uh, 13 years and still never graduated
0: oh okay well uh, 77 what year would you have graduated wasn't
1: 77 I they I got kicked out because I got uh, well
0: what tell me, it's not there to come okay. at you.
1: Okay, so well ha- what happened, you know <laughs> if we go down to Redster drive in and then we put a little whiskey in our drink and we at, at class and I end up passing around The drive
0: in movie theater.
1: Well, we were at school in school.
0: Oh at the school Yeah,
1: and so I got caught and Miss Gaddy, she was a really nice lady and she said, I have to take in. I said, I understand. So anyway, the principal wasn't very nice, so I went home. I lived right next door to the to Highland High School and we had a we have a ranch. <laughs> And I got my Botaco and went up there through the hallway and tried to run him over. And, <laughs> oh. and the uh the bell just rang and everybody scattered and they all knew who I was basically. And they were opening up doors for me and I'm flying off steps and everything. And on so, a motorcycle. Yeah. So I, I get back home, here comes the cops, they feel my motor and and so, saw that it was warm. Yeah, it wasn't me. I didn't do yeah. that. Yeah,
0: your engine's warm, so, bro. so that
1: I didn't make it through. And I have, I went through three high schools in my last year as senior, so I know how that is. Unfortunately, I got kicked out of all of them.
0: I was in special ed from like I was too fifth grade until I second was, year senior high school. I was too with Mrs. Gaddish. Yeah. yeah, and I had multiple teachers because this class would change from school to school. So fifth grade and sixth grade went to a different school. Sixth grade, seventh grade went to a different school. Eighth grade, North Davis Junior High, different school, Clearfield.
1: Well, the thing is, you know, we're sitting there and, and but the we're, classroom always we're went bored. Through. I mean, yeah. it's like we want to do other things. In you know, yeah. our minds, we're, we're somewhere else.
0: Well, I, I have to say this, that my buddy that is a professional drummer, special ed. My business partner, special ed. You heard me say that. I'm special ed. My buddy's a pro snowboarder, special ed. My buddy sitting across from me is an Emmy Award winner, special ed. I just want you to know that you shouldn't, like, come at special ed, bro.
1: Oh, absolutely. 100%. Because here,
0: these, these kids that people may have shunned or thought were going off the deep end are successful, artistic, uh, and uh, changing the things in today's society... I just have to say that, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I'm a huge yeah, proponent yeah, for the youth. Yeah,
1: don't mix it up from that with uh, uh, being creative.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Right now, whiskey at school.
1: Yeah, I know. Don't do that. Uh, yeah, don't, don't. No, do that. That's more no.
0: behavioral special ed. <laughs> 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 then there's like learning disability <laughs> special ed. So, but I was in class with all of it.
1: Yes, we made mistakes. But you
0: know, I had a friend who was a diabetic, and he got made of and called a junkie all the time because he'd always had to do his insulin at school, wow. and the kids just made fun of him. And so, in order to get him away from the bullying. Of the Mm -hmm. kids they'd put them in the class with us a self-contained class so we just had like 15 kids we'd all just sit there the same two three teachers every day maybe one of us would go out to a different math class in the regular schools right mainstream is what they call that and then pretty soon you're mainstreaming to all the classes but then all of a sudden the bullies start coming back you're like oh man i wanted to get away from this guy and these guys and all these people yep so you want to kind of go back to prison You're like, take me back to the self-contained class. I'd rather, I'm doing better in there. My grades are better in there.
1: That's that's, There's some truth to that, I guess. I'm just saying, you
0: know, because like the teachers cared and I was being productive and Mm -hmm. I I wound up graduating due to their care. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have just like pissed off with my skate shop and said, my skate shop was doing great in high school. I was a 17-year-old with a $50,000 skate shop running with snowboards and skateboards and Layton. Amazing. But I got broke into. I got jacked all that inventory stolen no insurance because i was a 17 year old kid trying to make something happen right that's
1: amazing at 17 really i mean look what you have did yourself
0: well thank and, you yeah I mean, and i, I mean, started at 13 right so by the time i was 18 i had a full-on shop i got broke into almost 19 years old and uh right before christmas and not to like you know sob on that uh, i'm resilient I told myself if I was ever going to start another business again, I would do it right. I'd have insurance. I'd have all these three things involved, which is location, location, location. Here I am today, right? Copy. Doing it. Hill Air Force Base, Salt Lake City, buying property out in the desert, getting ready to do some stuff. We're going to build a pit bike track, bro. How's that feel? Sounds great. I'm announcing that right now. I'm not telling anyone where, but I'm in the negotiations with some stuff right now. And it's to get anywhere from five to 400 acres.
1: Perfect. Thank you.
0: And my buddy, he's like, do you think that with one of those acres, we could have a pit bike track? I was like, can I do war games on the pit bike track? Mm. If you're not there, he's like, yes. I was like, then yes. Cause dude, I'm all about it. You yeah. know
1: what I, I wanted to do? What is Exploding rifle targets. I used to be a rep for star targets. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's and, right. And you know, obviously we can't shoot them anymore. I mean, like a pheasant farm. Right. You know, you, you find some land, get some targets out there, you sell them the targets, you make it safe, let the kid blow up some stuff. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's that's what I'm We're pretty close
0: to that with what we do with war games, Mm -hmm. you know? But um, there is... That's awesome. That would be awesome, right? And having property to be able to do that. Yep. Because what we're facing here in Utah is this, like, housing python, dude. Yeah. It's (laughs) just squeezing our desert dirt, bro. And it's, like, going away. Like, the gun range is going to be now surrounded by houses. Oh, my gosh. Like, which was never nothing. It's, like... It's crazy. Dirt bike tracks five miles only saved by five mile, the five mile pass out in the really? west yeah, desert. Yeah, that's where we did the aquabats, Yeah, right? it's only saved because it's like BLM, Bureau of Land Management. No one's gonna move there, right? But wow, Twila Stockton.
1: Can I throw a shout out? Yeah, I want you to. Um, I want to throw a shout out uh, to my sister Sandy. Hi, Sandy. She's. Uh, she is.
0: Is she taller than you? No.
1: Ah. Never... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my buddy Bryce Barber and my brother Denny, these people have been really supportive to me and stuff like that, you know, yeah. and um, and my sister Sandy's just amazing. That's awesome. This this is
0: exactly for you to say whatever you have coming up or whatever you have to say to your sister Sandy, who's not taller than you.
1: She's not taller than me. My, no. My mom, well. How tall is your mom? My mom is passed away, but she passed away when I was on the Aquabats. I, it's actually, I was coordinating a, uh, Gold Fever a, oh. as well. Oh, and the Bet at the same time And my mom passed away uh, When I was on both uh, Oh,
0: But you know yeah. She wanted you to keep doing Oh that, heck yeah, yeah You know She just
1: well Tell me when you get done you get home If you're okay You know
0: Yeah yeah but, You know I know bro Cause like oh, I lost my dad a little while ago And the next day I had a huge op That we had booked And got built out And it was like yeah. That Friday I hear Like I'm the last one Doing CPR on him And then the next day I'm on oh, site At 7am And I'm just like What's oh, up Oh man Let's go fight it was like, what's up? And then I found no one knew. I didn't want to say nothing and ruin the right, event right, right. and keep it going. It's, yeah,
1: but. It's like, yeah, it's like like when I was, uh, it was a Sunday night. She passed, I think, the, that night before. I got to say goodbye because what, what, yeah. what was crazy was I was coming back from Five Mile. That's where we were shooting. Right. And my sister Sandy had my mom there. She was bedridden and she, she was in a coma. Oh, I see. And, uh, uh, and I walked in there and I grabbed my mom's arm and she came right out of it. I said, Hey mom. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, and she goes. Uh, I said, Yeah, I'm out here doing some some uh, stunts and stuff. She goes, Oh great. I said, Well, you know what? It's okay. You can go. Oh. And uh, and uh, she goes. I said, Well, make sure you find me. She goes, You come and find me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guys said to each other. I love you. I love it. And this is what's weird. I'm not. I'm not kidding. So, I leave the room. She's still a lot alive and uh, Went into the room and everything and. And there's a picture of her and I think it was my father, and um, and then then the, her, the computer which had her favorite game on there, well as soon as I left the picture fell, and which solid, right? And my sister goes in there and then the and last couple of days after that, uh, the her favorite game kept on popping up on the computer.
0: Just turn it on automatically. Yeah,
1: so I don't know what what that. Well, you means. want to
0: know what's crazy? I'll tell you what that means. That means that there's so they say that the dead live in airwaves. You've heard that, right? Radio
1: frequencies. I have absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's yeah. Because
0: my dad, right? So this building that we have in Layton, let me see, let me check my time before I go into my story. Okay, I got time. So I was like hitting my head against a wall. Like, where am I going to build an arena for these kids? It's expensive. Where am I going to get a warehouse in this day and age that can be affordable? Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm racking my brain, driving all up and down the state looking for places. Right. And then um, I'm like, God, Dad, like, (laughs) help me find a place for these kids. And then all of a sudden he's like, go check out this place where I wanted to put a skate park for you when you had your skate shop, when you were younger. And I was like, and he was telling me this from, you know, a prayer I had in my car. I was like, "Tad, tell me where to go. I'm running a foul and I'm about to lose myself and my business even if I can't help this happen. So then all of a sudden I go to this building and I'm like, oh, I remember he wanted to put a skate ramp in here and make it a skate shop and we could have kids skateboarding in here. And he was like, I could put a safe place for you kids to go skateboard." Wow. And I look inside the windows, and all of a sudden in the window I see for sale sign um, with a realtor sign through the door. Really? I was like, wow, since 1983, it's been nothing. Yeah. Wow. You know the, you know where I'm at, the Dewdrop drop up on Hillfield Road. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that big building. That's right. So the middle section was like this old Peruvian market that just from 1983 closed down. So no one ever bought the section. I wound up buying both sections, and now we have what we have today, and it was all because that same thing with your mom. Wow. So now this guy comes in. And he's like, I want to do ghost hunting in your sh- arena because it's 1944. I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. So he comes in like a week later with some devices and whatever. And I'm like, let's Ghostbuster the shit out of my shop. Let's do it. So we go in. And all of a sudden you start hearing like coming through the mic, through his computer. I'm like, okay, you got some guy out in a car saying listening to us and you're repeating what I want to hear. Right. So I said, tell me what my dad's name is to the ghosts. See, no one knows that my dad was adopted. And then he was given a couple names in his life. And so the name I wanted was his original. Wow. And all of a sudden you hear this on the way. Oh, my god! And the guy's like, did you hear that? And I'm like, what? He's like, Richard. I was like, shut the
1: fuck Oh, you kidding?
0: Oh, I was kidding me, dude. Wow. Because he went by Jack. But his name was John Joseph. But his given adopted name. Now that everybody's going to hear this, was Richard. Now you know. My father. Wow. But this, I heard it. It's amazing. I heard it. And he's like, did you hear that? I was like, hear what? He's like, he said Richard. And I was like, shut the fuck. I was like, I didn't say that. And I was like, who would know that? Jeez. And then he's like, there's seven of them in here. And Christ. there's like seven different voices coming through. So I, 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 I don't know if I believe it. I want to believe that he believed he's where he's at. But anyways. I, I, believe, I, believe, I believe a lot of
1: it. I, they're there.
0: Yeah. And this, they're there. I've had a little girl singing in the shop when I was cleaning on a Sunday at 10. And I went outside to see where this girl was at. And there was no one around. And my buddy was showing up to come paint with me. And he's like, what's wrong with you? I was like, did you see like a girl outside? 10 in the morning on a Sunday. Nothing's open. The bars are closed. Everything's closed. It's just me in there cleaning a wall by myself in this old haunted warehouse that I have, 1944.
1: I wonder what um, that was all about. Bro, she
0: sounds like she's singing on a river in Ireland with like a basket. Wow. And so it's so specific. And then there's a guy with a plaid shirt that I swear I seem bald. I thought it was my grandpa. This place is 1944. Jeez. It is the B 17 mission for Hill Air Force Base during the Doolittle Raid when they dropped Nagasaki and Hiroshima. The store that we were in was the first Smith's Cal Ranch grocery stores in the state ever. Wow. 1944. That's amazing. So all the airmen would eat there and then go out to Windover's Air Base and get ready for the Doolittle Raid that they did for World War II to end it. Wow. So this little shop up here that's amazing. has all of that. Oh gosh. Yeah, and I learned all about it. And I'm wow. just like crazy. And you know what else it can be? What? A production studio. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. As if I didn't know what we were doing when we got the place. Now we have a box. That'd be cool. That's modular and I could do whatever we want all night long, bro.
1: I got one more little thing to happen. Tell me. My dad, when he passed, um, you know, and, and this is it is what it is, you know. I mean it's I'm going to lay in bed six in the morning and my wife's already up and she's messing around. She just got to let my little doggy Zori. Remember Zori? Yeah, I do actually. She, she's yeah. still around. Okay, good. Doing, doing good. <laughs> right, right. Gray just, the jet Jeskies and four wheelers and just a little monster. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I'm, just, you know, I'm also, and I hear bam, 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 bam in my closet door. And it was loud like that. Just big, big, bang, big. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. And my wife walks, me. Why, why, why are you banging on the wall? I just, I didn't. So she heard it. So I grabbed my gun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I open up the America the closet. Yeah. But
1: yeah, the closet there's nothing there. I walked all the way around to the other room. There was nothing there. You couldn't even get in that closet.
0: Right, like how?
1: I mean at, at this like six in the morning I'm thinking, now it was, what is that? What was that? I went outside, nothing. Nothing and we my wife says Oh what well, that was strange. I says, I know.
0: So I don't know what they'd make of it. You know, I, I tell you what, it's um I'm just gonna do what um what's his name said, uh on Coast to coast, there's a TV. There's an old show called, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's like, so what you're saying is that you saw something, you heard something, something's out there. We'll be right back. That's what he would say. (laughs) He wouldn't discredit any of it. He's like, okay, so you're saying that you saw Chupacabra. I'll (laughs) believe that you thought you saw that. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Now, skip with that. Shout out to Art bell and your Emmy award and your awesomeness and your wife, Deb and your sister Sandy and to your rooster here. I just want to say thank you for being on fired up with rad. And I just want to say thanks for coming out of your busy day to come out here to the black rifle coffee studios with ready man network and uh, be a part of this with me. And I really am grateful to have rekindled our relationship.
1: I I want to say thank you. And and I'm so proud of you, what you're doing, bro. (laughs) And I just want to say one more shout out. Um, I just want to say thanks to all of our veterans, veterans and military and keeping America safe and keeping America good. Yes. and God bless our president. Yes, Rush, yes and Hannity You got it hey, and you know what um, I love you, bro.
0: You too. Okay, and uh, uh, I know you're a ninja, but you pulled a gun. So, so America. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Zach, I thank you so much for all of your effort with me on this uh, podcast that I run called Fired Up with Rad. If it wasn't for Zach uh, Markle behind my mic uh, that you guys don't see, uh, I wouldn't be able to produce these as clean as they come out. So I just want to say thanks to you, bro, and, uh, you know, what a great engineer you have been. Copy that. All right, well this is Rad and I'm signing off as soon as I fill all the boobs that have felt this oh, this yeah. right here.
1: Hey, hey, get away from that. Get away from <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm gonna say peace. Thanks guys.